Jason Clay. Surprise Ray didn't invite you. Welcome to the Sync Countdown. Oh no! You threw me off! You've ruined everything! Marcos, we had to wait for so long! I messed up the title. You were talking during the intro where they could all clearly hear you. It's this, cool, man. This is a complete mess and fraud. But it's a good day. It is a good day. Welcome, everybody, to Matzo Metals Mexicanos. That's the name of this show, right? Yeah. Is that the one that's looping forever on the in- inside of eternity here? Matzo Metals Mexico. Oh, my God. It's a tongue twister. Oh I mean, it is God. three that's M words a, in a, a row. That's a lot of M's right there. Mas o menos mexicanos, a Mexican culture podcast. Welcome to the show. Apparently, it's in some sort of non-English, non-Spanish language. Don't expect much from us. Hey, everybody. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexicans. I think I'm keeping the name. I think we're just – I'm keeping the Mexicans name, and then they can find us on all forms of social media elsewhere. But I'm Sammy Gonzalez. <laughs> Joining me on the other side are the resident Mexicanos, or the Honchos, as the pre-show may have <laughs> ended and begun at the same time. That's why you need to watch live on Twitch. But we have joining me on the green mic. Uh, Marco, El Tejano con El Mas. I don't know. I tried to do something <laughs> funny, but it didn't really work. Yeah, this has been a really, really great introduction to our entire I mean, show. as long as we're having fun, guys. We are having fun. I hope you're winning, son. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And joining on the blue mic, we have... El Pikachu. I'm JJ. There we go. That's much better. What a wonderful way to save everything. Oh, man. This is like when like your football team is down, and then JJ scores a touchdown, and you're like, we got it. It. All right, yeah, the, down, like, <laughs> the momentum is shifting. We got it. It's we're talking ha- about food. It can't be that bad. It's the halftime speech, and we're already like three minutes in. That means we only got three more minutes of the show before the clock runs out and we lose. But like you said, Marcos, we're talking about different parts of Mexican culture, as you can tell by the name of this podcast. But not like Mexican, Mexican. We're not from Mexico. Clearly, this is not in Spanish. You don't. Sp- you speak Spanish enough-ish. Yeah. Well, not as much as JJ. Not as much yep. as JJ. I speak none of it, and I'm the guy running all the things. But the idea is that my my, how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle Menos being, you know, kind of Mexican. We have the culture of Mexican. We have the food of Mexican. Well, that's why they, we have this podcast because we don't actually have the culture we have an attempt to connect to the culture and it's makes unique cultures as we're going to see over this podcast even to the point that you your idea of mexican food mm-hmm. is very different from our idea of mexican food which is i imagine completely different from what they get in wisconsin or chicago right and so our topic today as you can see on all the titlings episode i think this is three Yes, this is three. It was going to be four by this time, but we had to move some things around. It would be three. We'd just be doing Mongol Radio did, today instead. Exactly. But did I also premiere on the third episode of The Sync Countdown? <laughs> is, this a, is this a theme I'm going for? I don't know. JJ keeps being introduced on the third one. Did we take the first You were on the thir- third episode of Compass. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trend that we have. JJ's back here on the third episode of Vazamanos uh, Mexicanos. But the, the concept of everything is... How do we define what it is to be Mexican here in the United States, here in America, and what it is to be, you know, other types of Central American, South American when we have the opportunity to bring those people on? But right now, it's just us. Sammy Gonzalez from Fresno, California, born and raised third generation, probably. They always mix them up. I'm either second or third. I can't figure it out. You guys, generation, both first. Both first. 
I think we're both first. Yeah. They're from uh, uh, the Rio Grande Valley, yep. as they say in Texas. That's one way of saying it, but yeah. Um, we're from <laughs> La Aguila, Eagle Pass, I mean, whatever you want to say. Maverick I'm from, County. I'm from the San Joaquin Valley, homes. Yeah, we, we don't got. talk like that. Hey, no, this is a Mexican <laughs> podcast. We, one of us <laughs> have to talk like this, man. JJ, you want to talk like this, man? I'm from like Quintas, way. <laughs> See, mine is like Cheech Marin and like a couple other influences there. That's all my Chicano accent is. No, we watched, like, actual Mexican stuff uh, probably until, like, 10. So you're like, ¿Por qué? Yeah, dude, I saw so many novelas. That could be its own episode if we get... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I have a roommate now, and, like, on the Roku... It'll it'll advertise like oh brand new premiering on the Roku channel uh-huh. and like I don't pay attention to it anymore. Right. Like I'm just like home screen. All right, I'm gonna go like make chicken. Right. Right. <laughs> so I just like home screen and I walk away and my roommate's like, holy shit, dude, Marimar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How old is your roommate? <laughs> he's younger than us, actually. Yeah, he's younger. How embarrassing. I mean, I mean, everyone enjoys. It was like memory unlocked. That- right. It's just, there's so many different ones. They all kind of blend in the background. The, the early days at school, going to grandma's house, she's watching them. I'm watching PBS in my own room that she has, her other room with a TV. For so. me, the biggest one was El Premio Mayor. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I think that one... Is the one that is actual the one in my brain? Oh my god, yeah, it is. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's that the one, one will that's forever in my have a place brain. in the deepest, darkest parts of my mind palace. God, and <laughs> you, you can go into that once again, an episode for another time. We're talking about <laughs> for the scene countdown, top five. Scene countdown, top five. Rebelde. Rebelde. All right, another episode. Yes, I'm going to keep on track. But we're talking about Mexican food, uh, our experiences, what we define as Mexican food. Uh, we're also going to get into um, kind of I, – I had the idea of like Chicano, like our our American association of what Mexican food is and kind of our own definition of that. A lot of that has to do with snack foods I want to bring up. And lastly, the, as you put it, the ultimate bastardization well, of Mexican food just Well, in the last in episode, general. we talked about music and you brought up is it cultural appropriation to like have a – I don't know, uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber singing Mexican song right. or something like that. And uh, this isn't about cultural appropriation, but it is about like, hey, this is an attempt to be Mexican. And sometimes it could be great. Like there is great Mexican fusion out there, but sometimes you end Flour up with a tortilla. Flour tortilla. That's still king. That's the yeah. one. That's the ultimate. <laughs> what if I put... Hmm. Actually, Freebird's having a cayenne pepper tortilla also. Oh, fuck, yeah, that, fuck your Freebird's <laughs> that you know. Don't make me bring out the water. <laughs> no, Freebirds was the uh, actual like food from Isla Vista of my college town. Like the Freebirds they branch. They still have a cayenne. No, but they don't have it at the original branch. They split, and then you guys, the one that's here, the ones that people out there know is a chain that is not like the original. It's, it's very – we'll get to that. That's actually going to be a huge part of my Mexican culture experience <laughs> and food. But before we get into all that, we have sponsors, guys. So We have multiple now. Oh, really? Thirsty Goat, if they want. We drink their stuff all day. Thirsty Goat out of Austin, Texas. Liquid Death, perhaps? Label out, baby. Label out. We're shilling. Look at that. It's water, folks. This is not water. This is Thirsty Goat. <laughs> I need a palate cleanser after my protein shake. Churro mice? Oh, my God. <laughs> Churro. Let me pass those over. Let's give them the hero shot. 
churro mais. Yeah, con... that's why I'm late. Oh. <laughs> sponsored by Frito-Lay? Like, who makes those? Sabritas, Sabritas which okay. I think is also Frito-Lay. <laughs> yeah. Just the Mexican they're... version. What are, I don't even know what these are. We'll what? Get to the, You've never had churro? I've never had these. Oh, He's man. never had a lot of... I, that's what here. we'll get to. We'll get they're to Chile that. Chile and Limon. But we're talking less about our sponsors that may or may not be our sponsors. They're not sponsoring us for reals. But they can. Look how much time we're spending on them. But we're talking about our real sponsor, MexMerch.com. Everybody, it's MexMerch.com. That's right. The Mexlin's own merchandise store. We got T-shirts. We got hats and beanies. Home acce- Let's look at the home accessories this time around. Ooh, we got a mug. We got a pillow. We got a blanket. We got a duffel bag if you want. We got a wall art. We got chunklas <laughs> for the summer. What you laughing at, Marcos? Um, so there's a band that I really like called... Um What's it called Red City Rebels or something? Uh-huh. They have a burrito holder that looks exactly like that bag. On this bag here? Yeah, except it's just it's a lot smaller, so it's just small enough to hold your burrito and a sauce. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's old enough to, to bring your entire family a whole delicious meal. Uh, we got chocolates, we got face masks. Look at all these home goods for your head. It's not. I don't recommend the neck gator as a COVID preventing yes. face mask per the laws. Actually, we have some of those home goods here. JJ, if you could potentially reach for the pillow. Look at the pillow, guys. That's a real product. It's not just a... It's a, not a, imaginary. It's not, just a, <laughs> it's not just a mock-up that we always... like. You know, All these things, people make fun of me for having this. JJ, you look like you're struggling over there. Look at that. $24.99. He wants it to be his face. $24.99. Look at how soft and squishy it is. JJ, don't lie. It's actually very nice and squishy, isn't it? It is. It's I very nice. I to live here. <laughs> JJ's going to do the rest of the podcast with the pillow smushed in his face. I'm already hard to. You're hear. trying to sell his face. <laughs> I am trying to sell his face. Get that over here. Bring me this pillow. Look at this. It's so nice and squishy. Get yourself one today. Oh my god! Look at. I'm a big dude. I'm six four. Look at all this body, and it's still bigger than me. That is a pretty big throw. It pillow. is a very big throw pillow. Uh, this is, I believe, the larger size. We have uh, 22 by 22. It's only two dollars more. Look at that. Twenty-seven dollars gets you the best pillow you've ever had. In your life, support them excellence. And it throws as well. And you could just <laughs> yeet it across one hand like you just saw me. We have a blanket over there too, but it's getting summery. And we're going to have our new summer collection coming out soon. Towels, shorts, bikinis. Ooh. I want you and Petey <laughs> JJ. You're going to be the model for it. I'll do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Teamwork, baby. Mexmerce.com. Get yourself a discount. If you're watching on I'll start Instagram. Up in What'd you do? I'll start up in OnlyFans. Hell yeah. <laughs> Only JJ fans. <laughs> Get yourself some Mex merch, and if you're watching on Twitch, we're going to have a commercial break at some point. You'll get a 10% off discount code. If you watch those commercials, it's in there. I always make sure it's there. If you're watching on YouTube, you're missing out on the discount codes. Come watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the underscore Mexcellence. SoundCloud, Spotify, all the audio podcast places, just search the Mexcellence podcast, and you can find us. So be sure to do all of those things. Follow us wherever you can. Tell your friends. We're back, baby. We, we've been here for a while now, putting out content, TikToks, Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. So be sure to give us those likes, subscribes where you can. Uh, the free ones do it all the time. The ones the subscriptions with money, that was real hard to say. Subscriptions with money, give us your monies, please, if you got it. Because I don't got it. Do you got it? You've been practicing this all day. This is natural, baby. <laughs> this is natural. I, I know how to ask for money so smoothly. But you know what? Now's not the time to ask for money. Now's the time to let you host the show, Marcos. It is your thing. I'm the man in the tower giving you the visuals that you need. 
and getting us on track. So uh, go ahead, Marcos. Take the lead. Well, I mean, I think this is very easy where to start. We're going to start at the same place that we did with music, which is like, what is your... I'm going to actually pass the ball to Jay-Z, because Jay-Z, you've never been here before, actually, on this one. No. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't at all. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Just <laughs> I, I, We have our very our Twitch bottle opener. This is my last beer, because there's no more. Oh, right. But... Well, there's, yeah. Well, there's, there's two more. We can figure it out. Point is, <laughs> food... JJ, just what uh, I guess basically go into a little bit of description because I, I we actually didn't even start being close friends probably till like thirteen. So yeah, the idea of what you had like growing up is kind of be a little bit different from what like we had. And then if you know vaguely any recipes that your dad or your grandpa used or grandma really, uh huh. Oh. Well, my grandpa would make some legendary barbacoa, I've been told. I my, I remember I'm getting to the age where I'm losing memories of my grandpa, unfortunately. How old was he when he was gone? Or from uh, you? How old are you, I should say? I was about four, maybe five. Uh-huh. But like he died when I was pretty young. Um, yeah, because he, he died like... When my brother was born, pretty much. So yeah, I was. And that's a whole five. other mouthful, and you're full. And <laughs> okay, I got to deal with this now. <laughs> Little brothers, um, I know they are. Yeah, yeah. So my my memories of him are like slowly fading, but I I do remember stuff like going to the mall with him. He taught me how to eat nachos the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong way. He ate what? them like cereal, with like a fork. No, with the, a spoon. So Walmart used to have a deli. Remember that shit? <laughs> I still do, kind of. Yeah. Right, but like it, it was but, like a cafeteria yeah. kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go and order. Um, so we would always go because Eagle Pass's Walmart was attached to the mall back in the day. Right. So we would go to Walmart and start the day off at the cafeteria, and he would always order like the nachos. And instead of like dipping his chips like individually into the cheese, because right. it was those kinds of nachos. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the stadium nachos. As <laughs> yeah, we yeah, them. yeah, yeah. He would just take the chips, break them up, and like throw them all in the cheese. Oh, <laughs> and then okay. them with the spoon. <laughs> that's chaotic as fuck, dude. <laughs> that's pretty that's awesome. Like, well, that sounds like we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode about making weird shit for no reason. <laughs> This might legit be taken later as a recipe. Like, this is, <laughs> like, this is a somewhat proper way. But you're talking about instead of on top, right? that but, cheese. But he's talking about, like, taking a hammer at that point. Crushing <laughs> all of them. Throwing them all in there and then, like, spoon, like cereal. And then just... Do you still eat like nachos like that to this day? Every once in a while. <laughs> like, when I, when I go to the movie theater and I order the nachos there because they'll have, like, the cup of cheese right. and the chips, like, separated... I'll do that. <laughs> in, the, in the shadow of darkness. Right, where no one can see my shame. <laughs> this is for you, Grandpa. <laughs> you're, wa- you're watching Endgame just... <laughs> mm. Just crying, I miss you, Gramps. <laughs> Not abuelo, Gramps. <laughs> but beyond barbacoa and wrong nachos... Which is the name I of the episode? I think these are right the nachos. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the name of the episode: Barbacoa and Wrong Nachos. <laughs> Go ahead. But anything else you can remember from the deepest, deepest seeds of your memory, or maybe even just growing up beyond that? Of course, obviously, growing up right next to the border, Mexican food is not uncommon. 
Yeah. Um, but we <laughs> might as well just be food at that point. Yeah, but I think my parents didn't want me to be like the weird kid in uh-huh. school, so they kind of tried to mix in a lot of American food into my diet. Right. Um, I remember like loving the shit out of Lunchables, and none of them were Mexican back then. <laughs> There's Mexican Lunchables? I mean, I'm pretty sure there are now. There's probably like taco tacos. Lunchables. Yeah. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I guess. Um, it's basically Taco Bell. Yeah. Right. But uh. The one thing that I remember, like, having pretty much every Saturday for breakfast that was traditionally Mexican Uh is migas. Migas was, like, the thing that was always, like, Saturday breakfast. (sighs) Sunday breakfast was pancakes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or McDonald's because my grandpa had dialysis. And after dialysis, we would go get McDonald's. Damn, man. (laughs) Every Saturday, you said. Yeah, Saturday or whenever my mom had the day off. Like, you want me, guys? <sighs> that sounds delightful. <laughs> I don't even like him that much. But, like, it'll be served to me by somebody, and I'll just be like, all right, I'm eating this, and it's always, like, the best. I'm like, I should have that again. And then I just never do. I just <laughs> never do. My mom forgot that I liked Migas, like, at a certain point. Uh, when when I was working at, at Kohl's, my first job, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a car, so she had to, like, pick me up and drop me off. She picked me up one morning after, I don't remember if I was working, like, the graveyard shift to do an inventory or right. if I had just unloaded the truck. Mm-hmm. Either way, I was, like, I clocked out at, like, 10. Right, right. <laughs> so she picked me up and she's like, are you hungry? I know, like, N- Whataburger doesn't serve breakfast, really. Like, all these places stop, well, 11. Right. N- no one's really serving breakfast anymore do you do you want like a breakfast food and i was like i want migas i haven't had them in a while <laughs> and she like almost stopped the car and was like wait you fucking you know what those are like, you made them for me like every the, every the, saturday morning <laughs> the amount of times that my mom was like wait you like that and i was like <laughs> yes yeah i see i like well i don't my mom knew what i liked growing up all the time so i've never had that problem so i <laughs> well no because i don't like enchiladas uh, and and so she would like it's enchiladas meat tortillas and the this, sauce this is like the perfect transition just to to you because it's the same question but it's like you don't like enchiladas you don't like lime you don't like uh um, right a lot of the stuff that was like this goes on it <laughs> right this so, has to be on it. it's a deal breaker if it's not well is there anything else i'm that you not just add? gonna have like Nachos without cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to add that's like a part of the canon of your Mexican food upbringing? Um, I mean, we might get into it later, but there's a Mexican restaurant that it's not too far from here called uh-huh. Casa Chapala. Uh-huh. I've heard of it. And I was telling my roommate, like, I'll tell you the day I figured out that that place was legit mm-hmm. was when I went to like their brunch buffet. Uh huh. And they had pozole. Number one, pozole. All right. You're oh, already yeah. A1. Right. <laughs> Just that you have it. Right. It's already, somebody has to make it, which is right. a huge endeavor. Right. There was that. But then I look like slightly over to the side. And of course, they have a taco bar, like the staples and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I look in the taco bar and I see something that I've never seen like at another Mexican restaurant, at least here in Austin. Hmm. Rajas. You lost me. Let me look it up. <laughs> Rajas is just a quesadilla, only with like corn and bell pepper slices. This? Yeah, that's that's right. That's all like in cheese uh-huh. or cream, and yeah, you just throw that in a taco. That's Rajas. Wow. 
I've never even heard of this. This is not a thing that I'm familiar with. That's the thing. I wish I had my cousin on this podcast because he'd be able to clarify a lot of what I had growing up because his dad was the one that made half the shit growing up. So Mm -hmm. going into my canon, that has nothing to do with any of this. (laughs) So it's it's a hard question that you're asking because it's like, okay, Mexican food that – Well, you're also third generation. Right. So – if by me they were already like, nah, give this kid burgers because he's going right. to be weird at school if he's the only one not eating burgers. <laughs> right. So, like, so growing up, let me kind of give you the roots of why it got diluted by me. It it's mostly starts with my dad because my dad grew up legitimately on a farm. So, or had a, They had a farm, sold it, moved to the city. My grandpa went and did work elsewhere, uh, whatever he could find, you know, uh, picking fruit, cotton, sheep shearing, all that stuff. It's the best way to kind of give you a basis of what I'm about because it cracks me up when he tells a story. There was a place he's working, has a, his business suit on, polo and everything. He's a businessman now, grown up. Guys were like, hey, yo, hey, Gilbert, let's go to this restaurant. It's really good. They have really nice lamb. It's really good, you know, uh, lamb chops. And he goes, like, quietly, nah, uh, I, I, I think I'll just stay and eat whatever. And then he tells me the story. He's like, I fucking hate lamb chops because they had nothing but lamb on the farm growing up. Nothing but God. chicken. And he had the shitty parts of the chicken. He had the shitty parts of the cow. Had the shitty parts of whatever they had. That's why he knew not to name animals. That's why I don't like animals myself usually. That hatred comes from him because he named a chicken once. And you don't, <laughs> and you don't name the chickens. And so, I named a chicken and I killed it. Like, that's no, but you're, for kid, you're in a... The weirdo. The, no, that was a kid then. You're a and weird... My grandpa made me do it. <laughs> That's abuse. <laughs> it's something that you kind of have to get over when you. <laughs> right. Well, that's so... that was the thing. Was his it, thing it was... was the my my grandpa sold the farm when he was little, like maybe six or seven. I'm, and... I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent just for this story, Fair just because it was so. Uh, my girlfriend is a vegetarian, right? Um, emo is first generation. His family's from Nigeria. Our friend Emo. Yeah. Um. So we got into a discussion about the immigrant experience, and he was like, bro, do you ever, like, because I told him this story, basically, and he's like, yeah, my grandma used to grab chickens by the feet, no, by the head, and spin them. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) And the look on Jessica's face was like. Right, you got to break the neck, and you got to make sure they don't wiggle around, and then you put them in, some some people had machines, some people did it by hand, you pluck them. No, we did it by hand, but yeah. Right. Well, now there's like a machine that's like a uh, dryer. Yeah, you we were going to have that in the backyard. I know. <laughs> it was not, it's not an industrial farm is what you're saying, right? But that's what he – that was what he grew up with. And so a lot of that just – he was young when that happened. So a lot of it got to the point where he had a regular job and regular family, American family, and had the you know white picket fence in the house, all that stuff. Maybe not white picket fence, but he brought a lot of those kind of food hang-ups with him. Like he won't eat anything but a chicken breast. He won't need a leg. He won't need a thigh because he doesn't like the fat. He doesn't like fat. Doesn't like gristle. My mom, on the other hand, is the opposite. Her family is different. If you ever watch me eat chicken wings, or if you ever watch me eat shrimp, or any sort of uh, animal with a tendon or something, I'm like, no, no, I'm cleaning it off the bone as best I can. I'll take two passes at chicken wings just in case. <laughs> and so I have my eating styles vary between those two. Where like I like brisket. My dad would not eat moist brisket. He would not eat a slice of, like, whether it's cut with the fattier side, uh-huh. even though it's rendered the most delicious thing that God has ever given us. He only ate the lean, and which is good, but that's how much he doesn't like it, and that's how much my mom 
got me to like just like the fatty I portions of food. That's more of a health, like a health thing. No, than it is it? No? no, he eats poorly all of the times. No, he doesn't like grease. He doesn't like the gristle or greasiness of pork cuts. That might just be a dad thing because my dad also doesn't. Well, like Well, he probably had the grease. same shit too. He probably had the shitty cuts of meat growing up. And didn't and now he can afford a little quality. Right, now he can get the good stuff. Yeah. Why would you go <laughs> no, back? But my also, Marcos, your oldest. head needs to stop fucking eclipsing me. Reach down again, and I want you to see yourself. No, reach down like you were. There you go. That's you were. That's the same. You were but eclipsing I'll stop me. It. Nobody knew what was going on. Point is, if you're listening on audio right now, his head's in the fucking way. But so that said. It usually comes from my grandparents. That's where my love of Mexican food came, and that's mm-hmm. where it came from. Uh, the big thing, you unlocked a core memory, JJ. Talk about my grandfather. May he rest in peace. peace. Is it crushing nachos? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't drinking nachos. It was, ha-ha, perfect. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a clip. No, my grandfather used to go to the butcher, and he used to get a big old hot pan of grease. And he would just make, oh, my God, the best chicharrones ever. I mean, make is, is a loose term, but frying them up in just, he had like an old, rickety, rusty pan, yeah. just filled it yeah, with just grease and fat and put the chicharrones in there, pork rinds, if you will, uh, with the meats and the skin, the fat rendered on. No, I'm just laughing because it's like... I made like, chicken chicharrones the other day. What, how, do they, how do you make a chicken chicharrone? That sounds amazing, Chicken though. skin. Yeah, yeah I was like, chicken, chicken skin, skin, but like... I like the meat part, like the fat on a, like a pork oh, no, chicharron. Yeah. I, I, I left some of the fat on there. Ooh. <laughs> it ooh. tasted just like KFC, dude. Like I want it. The chicken skin off KFC. <laughs> Which is the best <laughs> worst part. But no, he used to just do that, cook them up. And they were usually wrong because I don't know. I've never known what the proper texture of a proper chicharron is because – these ones were hard as shit. You're like, ah! Yeah. And you're just... That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah. You're just gnawing at it like a goddamn animal. But I used to just love them. And there's a, pl- there's a couple places around here that have them. Uh, La Michoacana Market has them. And sometimes they're okay, sometimes they're not. The other thing that I treasured beyond everything, which has gotten to the sands of time, is my grandma's tortillas. The flour, as we joked earlier. Fucking paper thin. Like, I can't, I can't even have a piece of paper. Paper thin. You could see through the other side. I could eat infinite. There was no <laughs> limit to it. was until they were gone. That's how many I could eat. And it, it, by the time she got too old to start to keep making them and stuff like that, the, the tradition got passed down, but they're not as thin. Right. The yeah. flavor's there, but they're not as paper thin because she's just rolling, rolling, rolling. I used to love those suckers, man. And then going down... Um, my grandma, she would just make her chile verde and stuff like that. That was her staple. And that was the big thing for the parties there. And then my tío Guillermo, my cousin who was going to be on this, he's like a master chef. Like just he taught himself. Uh, he was the one that would make like barbacoa. He would have for my cousin's graduation. It's funniest shit ever. He's, he's from Mexico. Just animals on steaks right <laughs> in, a, in a backyard in the city of fresno and fire in the middle chickens on the inside no yeah chickens on the inside goats on the outside and they went ham they had no pork but no they went ham. <laughs> no i think they buried the pig under the ground and cooked it under the ground they right. did do things yeah. legit and i remember just going there and they had me handed me a tostada or they're passing around tostadas i was like oh i'm gonna get that one and then my cousin's like no slaps my hand Blood tostada. <laughs> you cook the blood, and that—that's right. how real they did it. Then my family, my mom, it just got diluted down just a little bit further. 
So her enchiladas are like the sauce from a can. Her beans and rice were amazing, but because my mom has arthritis and, and was working when we were kids, nine to five, and then picking up kids and then cooking, she would either make beans or rice. <laughs> so I never got them both together. And, and so now occasionally I'll get them together and it's the greatest heaven on earth that I never got as a kid. Um, but other than that, we just, yeah, just ground beef. Just ground beef and whatever tortillas that they had. That was our Mexican food, seasoned right, and that's it. Hamburger was, helper? Well, hamburger <laughs> helper separately. Yeah, that was a huge part of it. But imagine ground beef, taco seasoning, uh, fried tortillas, tacos, put them on, salad, lettuce, da 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 da. That, okay. That's really all it was. And like my mom, she's not shy about it. She makes a lot of other things I like, but Mexican food was not something that was like, oh, I got to make this authentic. We had no authentic Mexican food in my house like that. Okay. I mean, my mom's enchilada sauce is from a can, but... It's a Mexican she, can. Yeah. She, well, <laughs> she makes the effort to cross over to Piedras and get it. <laughs> yeah, it was the proper style. Like, if you look at the can, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a Mexican kind. It's just like... she Is there an American can of... Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. And she... Not even the, the, the high school used... Like no. <laughs> bad cans. Let me see if I could find the brand because I would know just by image. Ha! I think the I, one yeah. With the hat on? No, it's not a little paso. It's not Gerbhard. You got it right Pace. though. There is one with a hat. Yeah. Las Palmas. That's what she uses. Ah. Uh, yep. No. The, and it's fine. I just is don't that like McCormick? Them. Fuck that. <laughs> this one? Yeah. McCormick. Makes a, how did you read that? Where did you find that? It's right like three up on the first row. Three up on the no, 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 no. You're down, down, sorry, down. sorry. It's be, be, think of my perspective. Go to the right or go to your left. Go to your left. Go to your left. All right, go down. Fuck. Right here. That one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's a fraud. We don't do that. We don't do that in this household. But yeah, that was the basis of it so far, and then we elaborate from there. Well, I mean, I still. You never leave you leave me out because I'm supposed to host and then you take over it a little bit. But yeah, um, you keep asking questions about why I'm awful. I'm not about why you're awful. Why? Oh, why, why are you, you so weird? <laughs> Stop being weird. Stop being weird. See, I was the weird. Kid, away. Why don't you like tostadas? No, I'm playing. Because uh, <laughs> there's blood on them. They look good though. Um, no, but I think that we actually share this experience, which has actually not happened on this podcast ever yet, where. Um, it all is also tied to my grandparents. I my mom is actually a terrible cook. Like when it comes to Mexican food, like she didn't pick up the recipes as well. There was a, another agreement that we had off air, which is our parents, our moms, had not known a meat that wasn't overcooked. Yeah, um, <laughs> my dad, he is pretty good at making a carne asada, but he do, he didn't know what less than well done was until. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so my, my dad, my dad always joked like, "I hope you guys like sausage because that came out like a one <laughs> meat." It's <laughs> cooked until it's not pink anymore, and then some more. <laughs> and so, yeah, because even not pink is medium. They cooked it beyond that. They were like, "The burn marks are good. That means it's right, right, right. <laughs> flavor, right, right, right." And I mean, that's why when I asked about like whether your dad um, was doing it for health reasons. There was a legitimate time in my grandparents' life where it's like, if you don't cook it well done, this meat, we probably cut up, cut it off the cow months ago, and you right. could get sick. Yeah. Months is probably an overstatement. But still, like yeah. the idea is that that's why they 
cooked everything well done. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to my experience with Mexican food, it w- it all comes from my grandma and grandpa. My grandpa was also worked on the farm, mm-hmm. uh, so we had cabrito all the time. Uh, because he was a sheep shearer, so they would always be like, "Here's your payment and <laughs> <laughs> some wool and <laughs> no. And then um, my grandma was the one that would make the mole, the enchiladas, mm-hmm. like everything, like that. On top of that, we had the we did have the big hole in the backyard for barbacoa, right? Like that, all that is lost. I think it probably was when my grandpa got too sick to walk. They filled that hole, and we were like, "All right." That's never coming back. Is that why you want to go to the Barbacoa Festival? Because no, 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 little... it's it's legitimately a big festival. That yeah, is... well, that, but the fact that there was something in your past that there was a literal hole that was closed off <laughs> <laughs> that you want to return back to. Uh, to be fair, which is delicious. It's always been like a staple of San Antonio, and I've never gone. That's the oh. only thing that would be. I don't know. Maybe I should ask Alyssa about it next time. Well, it's one of those things where like. My grandma would make meat, the meat that I would normally not eat or my dad wouldn't eat or my mom even would like cachetes. Yeah. I, that's weird to me. That's, it, the, that's the prime meat. But it's delicious. <laughs> no, if you think about it, the cheek meat on a cow. Yeah, that's my only staple on like fear factors. Like, well, I've eaten cow face and cow eyes. See, I haven't eaten the eyes. Too gross. Tongue too gross. The, but the cheek was fine for some reason. I think because I found out too late and it was too damn good for me to say no. <laughs> like lengua, when they chop it up, I can still tell it's a tongue. Ojos, I can't really. I don't want to even dream. I don't think I've eaten many ojos. And then brains, nah. That one I haven't had. Yeah. I've had sesos. Head cheese? Sesos? You said, oh, sesos is that part or whatever? Yeah. Point is, a lot of gross things that we consider gross now that weren't and have been. Well, I mean, I I still don't consider it gross. It's just because I'm not eating the balls or the weird (laughs) weird fear factor shit like that. Right. I mean, we the intestine, do you eat menudo? Uh, I eat manila, but that has to be like weddings. Like I, it's, I stopped. I stopped because of that. Like oh, really, when I was a kid, I used to eat manila at Easter and whatever. And I used to have a couple bites, but then I, they told me what it was, and then I started looking at like the the, uh, the gristle. Little, yeah. No, not even just the the pattern, like the um, hexagon the thing, like, texture, and I'm like chewing it like and then my brain was like you can't do this anymore and then pozole happened more and more often and that was where I'm like yeah pozole I, I can avoid the bones and unnecessary things that are there for flavor but i don't want to eat so oh okay yeah that's why I, I just want to throw it back to you in terms of what you know well i mean i will say one of the regrets that i have because jj was saying like his grandpa passed away so he didn't get to have barbacoa probably past the age of six in the homemade sense I never got to have any of my grandpa's fish. My grandpa was a famous fisherman. I should. Yeah, but he, um, I think he mostly caught catfish. He lo- he always dreamed about going to a bay somewhere and catching something like a sea bass or something right. like that, but never got the chance to. But uh, yeah, I never got to eat any of his catfish. And I still, to this day, I don't think I've ever seen Mexican catfish on a menu or anything like that. That's not something that, yeah, is considered even like what, tilapia. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it was almost more out of necessity than right. The, I bet you there's some sort of Mexican dish, Mexican catfish down south somewhere. A Mexican guy went too far into Louisiana <laughs> and was like, "Oh, I guess I got to make Mexican catfish." <laughs> I mean, they're common. That's yeah. the only thing. Yeah, yeah. And there's Mexicans here, and there's catfish everywhere. I mean, there's bound to be a spot yeah. that, that uses catfish as something, but. We'll find out one of these days. Maybe Darla knows, our friend who's from New Orleans. <laughs> she knows. But, I mean, from that, like, you want to talk about, like, growing and expanding your taste because you said that you never really 
ate anything beyond that, or like, or well, you? So or my you, my yeah. family was really traditional in the the rancho type mindset. So mm-hmm. um, this is actually something that I was reading in blogs where it comes to Mexican food that it was like the idea of your idea of Mexican food or what I think is Mexican food according to these these blogs comes mm-hmm. down to you. Um, what is it? Baja Cali is where it comes from. Yeah. So, so it's a lot more citrusy, and then fish is heavily involved. Right. I'm just talking about eating catfish out of the stream, which is not even like a, <laughs> it's not even a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a known thing in Mexico. So it was very beefy, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and very beef and chicken heavy. Yeah, which a lot of ours is too, because I didn't live by the ocean. Yeah. So I mean, there is an element of that where you know, Southern California, those people have the ocean at their dis- you know disposal. I'm from the Central Valley. It's literally f- fruits, vegetables, cows, and dairy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we had everything. It's just no fish. We had to get it for, like everybody else imported. Well, I just figured like there's a certain point where the uh, globalization effort has been like, well, you're in California, you eat fish tacos. You're in. Like this area, you eat like at least as a staple. That's what it is. Like, see, I guess the shrimp is more of a staple because it is so accessible. Like, oh, like Pacific shrimp. Like you guys yeah. have Gulf shrimp, but different beast, right? Well, I mean, all of them because of fishing practices don't normally come from like local areas usually. Uh-huh. But um, shrimp cocktail was pretty bomb. When I, you know, one of the things that I missed out on is that my grandpa taking me to Piedras when I was little. Right. What's there? It's it's the sister city to uh, to our city, so it would be a big. That's where your the like your baby step into Mexico. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Ours is TJ, which is a huge monster step. Yeah, that's not the well, same. Piedras I mean, <laughs> is deceptively small. Like you you cross the bridge and you're like, oh man, this is a quaint little town, not knowing that like oh you know past these like little plazas that are here right, right at the bridge. There's an entire, like, fucking city almost the size of San Antonio. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think the population of Piedras is, like, um, 200 or 300,000, which is not huge, but it's bigger than our little 40,000 town. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And Fresno's almost a million, so it's like, that's the thing. I'm from, a, like, a big city, and it was also, but it's also industrial and farmland. Like, literally, city and then just farms. Fruits, vegetables, everything you could ever want. Ah, want. So... Um, yeah, the, and freshness was always a big thing that I took for granted. The fact that everything was there and like, oh, the cow is from literally down the street. Like a lot of people, like you'll say, yeah, because of globalization, but a lot of the fruits and vegetables that you get that are, if they're not from Mexico here are from where I'm from. Like I'll look at the grapes at Costco. It's like, oh yeah, Salinas, that's like down the street or, you know, even like mm-hmm. sunflower seeds. Oh, that's from the fucking sun-made plant or whatever. Like, or, or what's the other one? Daisy, I think, is the sunflower one, whatever. All that stuff comes where I'm from. So food has a huge, like, I have a huge understanding of where food comes from because of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff is, that's why I talk about the purity of food and where it's from. And Because a lot of that shit was right down the street. Like, the farmer's markets are literally just the grocery store a lot of times. Where a lot of the stuff was just local because it was local. You know, your garlic. I mean, we did have that, you know, too. Like, there was a time where Eagle Pass was known as the spinach capital of the world. Because more spinach was made in Eagle Pass than anywhere else. Right. Which is not cool in itself but that does mean that we did grow up a lot of crop grow around like a really big agricultural center in fact my our hometown has or had i don't i haven't kept track since i left had something like a 24 26 uh unemployment rate Mm -hmm. because once the farms stopped basically what not to get too controversial once they started hiring illegals 
local people didn't have a job. I mean, that that's the fault of the people who run the stuff. I mean, obviously. No, I, I understand that. But yeah. it's just that's what legit happened. Like, my grandpa worked on the farm. My, my whole family worked on the farm. And yeah. then still, to make ends meet, they were migrant workers that would go to Montana to pick potatoes. So right. that's that was their life. That being said, I mean... We one of the coolest memories, and I'm glad I because I, I just went to Eagle Pass like two weeks ago for Mother's Day. Is mm. that you can meet an old man growing watermelons and selling them on the side of the street? Yeah. See, <laughs> I don't know if they're or they're corn. yeah. <laughs> we still have we have those guys too. I don't know if they're selling them themselves or, or rather uh, farming them themselves. But you can find strawberries, cherries, oranges galore from these people that just have them, and you can see. One time there was a dude selling red pineapples, and my mom didn't believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the outsides were red? Yeah, the outsides were red. They were, like, you know, just a really deep orange. Right, right. From the car, they looked red. I'm trying to think. Like, well, because they have pineapples that are, like, oh, I don't know. These sound like... These look fake. <laughs> like something like they this. weren't that red. They weren't like that bright of a red. Right. It was more That's like just dragon fruit. <laughs> right. It was more like the pineapple's natural like orangey there hue. There you go. That's more like it. Yeah. yeah. It was more like that. But uh, yeah, I kept telling my mom because whenever there we, we would go. drive to school, yeah. I'd be like, that dude's selling red pineapples. Tiene piñas coloradas. And she's like, pineapples aren't red, you jackass. Are you high? <laughs> Are you on drugs? But she would never look over because she was driving. And then one day I was like, no, look, look. <laughs> There's fucking and red. Yeah, she saw him. And then the next day the dude was gone. She's like, I'm gonna, if he's there tomorrow, I'll buy some. There's a ghost. He was gone. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> Damn it. Of all the times he was there. <laughs> Shit. No, we would go. We would get strawberries from guy. That's what my dad would like. He'd go to find a guy. Five bucks strawberries, get a fucking crate of them just because that's the turnaround rate of them, you know? Like, you go to the store, you buy a little thing of them, they're three, four bucks at Driscoll, or you go to some guy on the side of the road, and five bucks gets you a Some guy was always a better deal for produce. Some guy. I I, still don't like farmer's markets, though. Farmer's markets are frauds, (laughs) because they're most of my people. But you can get some good honey there, because I don't know if Mexicans make honey. (laughs) I've never seen. They don't want to fuck with bees. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's the case. But, by the way, Ramen Hibachi's in the chat. Where can I get your shirt, JJ? Not from MexMerch.com, so it doesn't (laughs) fucking matter. MexMerch.com, maybe it's there. Where'd you you get that shirt, JJ? This one I got at Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Don't support the man. Hot Hot Topic. topic. (laughs) Wrong Mexican food, which is funny, because my nephew is fourth generation, and all he eats is Hot Pockets. He's also 10. Dude, I haven't <laughs> seen a Hot Pocket in years. We, uh, My dad has them at the house, so every time I go back, I'll have Hot Pockets. So They're not good for me. I never said they were good for me, but they are delicious. In a is way there a Mexican Hot Pocket? There's not a Mexican Hot Pocket. Also, I just realized I'm not recording this show, but it's going to be live on Twitch that so I can pull it from. That's nice. Sweet. Damn it. It's going to be Always lower res. <laughs> it's going to be lower res. You guys were late, and so I had to start the show without you guys. But I was literally sitting across from me for five you minutes. You shut your mouth while we talk about the next topic, which is? Um, so just any kind of things that made you do a look back at it. Because so JJ, as you can tell from his shirt, I got really into Japanese and Chinese food. Chinese food was legitimately my favorite thing Like as I became a teenager. Right. Um, which I was also super Americanized and took me a long time to find actual Chinese food. But right. that, I didn't know that at 14. <laughs> and uh, that shit's yucky. <laughs> no, I, I actually really do love roasted duck. Yeah, duck's a little greasy for me, but I enjoy Ants it. Ants on a log is really good. 
It's on a log? I forget the actual Chinese word for it, but that's what it translates to, ants on a log. Uh-huh. I thought you meant, like, celery with peanut butter and raisins. That's uh, what ants on a log is to us. Or no, ants on a tree. Ants on a tree. Chinese, like, direct translation. But uh, it's just ground pork mixed in with Ooh. noodles. Ooh. That, that's all it is. It's really simple. <laughs> it's yakisoba. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the I forget the actual Chinese name of it. Like what what's it, what you know in Chinese it's called. What yeah. it's said in Mandarin, but it translates to ants climbing up a tree or something. Well, nobody's like that. correcting me, so <laughs> I mean everyone knows what it is. So let's see here. Uh, Ma Yi Shangshu is the only uh, yeah that's the only thing that translates it. But fuck it, ants on a tree sounds good. I, I for some reason like Asian food also. That was always also my favorite once like we would go out. The flavors are so strong. I think that's all it is. Salt. It's salt and sugar. It's sweet I and mean, spicy and salty. Szechuan. I, I found out that I lean a lot towards the Szechuan oh, yeah. side of China. That just was and spice because, corn, spicy corn. Yeah, corn. that's where all the chile resides and I'm like ha. <laughs> I, I kind of want to go there because you know our friend Goodwin? Mm-hmm. Goodwin went there and he's like man that food don't fucking play around. Like in Szechuan that, that shit is on fire i can take them <laughs> my, butt, my butt lately can't i'm scared that's one of the things where like i love spicy foods it's it's not as hot as thai food so i'll be fine uh but i can only do about a six or seven on thai food before i'm just like all right i need to go to no, the I'm hospital like max so sort of related to the theme i like watching those videos of like Korean people eat Mexican food for the first time, or Chinese what? people. Th- yeah. That exists? That yeah, exists. Dude, I'll send you the link for right now. But yeah. yeah. Just to go back uh, a little bit. But every time I watch those, it's like, they always comment on how spicy the food is, and I'm just like, yeah, Mexico's fire-type Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I have a video here. There's a nice Korean lady eating Mexican food. Oh, here they are. It's yeah, oh, look, they're, they're it's sweating. Tra- <laughs> it's <laughs> There's a big, big difference in flavor between eating it with and without salsa. <laughs> See, the lime balances everything out. No, it doesn't. Lime sucks. They have. Why do you hate lime? Out. I'll never understand that. I, uh, I think I told you this. I have a uh, sour sensitivity. We're like. All of Mexican candy is sour. Which is why I don't eat Mexican candy. Which is, <laughs> this is why I wanted to make it a topic as we go. Oh, you're not going to like churro mice, bro. I'll eat them, though. <laughs> I'll try anything once, but. Most things once. There's some things I want. Heroin well, I won't try. This should be a quick topic, and then we'll get into candy like you want to. But, but it'll, it's just, <laughs> is there anything, because as you get to expand your palate and try new things, is there was anything that is like, it is pretty much authentically Mexican, but you didn't get to try it until you explored on your own. And for me, it would be things like ceviche, because that's Ooh, a fish yeah. dish. See, si, yeah. Um, different colored yeah. moles. Yeah, you had uh, mentioned before the show blue mole, which I had never even heard of. Um, what is the, what was an example of another thing? It would probably be things like, um, tamales wrapped in banana leaves instead of corn. Those are lies. <laughs> so we have a group chat. We talk amongst ourselves and JJ, you were talking about how there was a, was it a girl that you knew? No, no, no. Um, uh, my roommates watching the Mayans. Uh, oh, uh, that's the right. FX show. Yeah. The Mayans FC. And or, the, that's not, not FC. MC. Uh, MC. <laughs> the Mayans football club. <laughs> I'm sure they exist. In yeah. the last season, or the, le- the yeah, the latest season. Sorry. I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. I looked up Blue Mole and it gave me Blue, Blue Mole. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? This is not what I wanted. I'm sorry. You need yeah. the accent. You need the Pokemon. No, that was so distracting, though. Imagine you're trying to talk about fucking tamales, and I'm over here like, what is going on? 
I apologize, JJ. <laughs> Proceed with Mayans Football Club. <laughs> right? He was watching it, and the love interest in the show, I forget the actress's name, but she's gorgeous. She's yeah. a dime piece. <laughs> and uh, we're like, damn, she's really, really pretty. And she made, she's like taking care of Edward James Olmos, who's the main character's dad. And she makes him tamales. And main character Easy comes in and he's Is it like, this lady? No, I don't think that was her. Damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, main character Easy comes in and he looks at the table and he's like, what are those? And she's like, they're tamales. Uh-huh. Banana leaves. <laughs> and I was like, oh, nah, I just lost all respect for her. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't. No, that, no, no, no. I would be weirded out, too. That, like, that's the thing. We tr- my boner is gone. We, it's just like that. Instantly dissolves. This is, not, <laughs> you, this is not a sexist, like, women have to make food for... No, we're not saying that. We're just saying if they did us that luxury, <laughs> we would be fucking confused. Because, I mean, like, I, there's a subsection of my friend group that I like to call them travel Latinas. <laughs> Where they're just they're uh, either married with their all equally intelligent partners, my other friends or uh, people I know, or they're single or dating, and they're they got money because they're educated, smart as shit, and so they just go travel the world, and they just they're learning about cultures and food and different things, and a lot of them are going to different parts of Central America, uh, and like eating foods, and one of them was like, yeah, here's this whatever dish wrapped in banana leaves, like it should be, and I'm like. Nothing should be wrapped in banana leaves <laughs> at all. Not even bananas are wrapped in banana leaves. <laughs> we and take they're the sh- tastiest part of the tree. We take that shit off. <laughs> and then we take off the skin of a banana so that we can eat the banana proper. This is a topic for a different day. But this is why Central Americans hate Mexicans. Yeah, Because <laughs> we don't like Because our food leaves? is better. Because our, <laughs> our food is better. Yeah, we don't eat plantains. We don't. Well, that's the thing. Plantains are just weird bananas. Yeah, but they, they're bananas. a lot starchier. I didn't know that. Totally they're starchier, and they're. Um, I've had them before. They're, they're bananas. They're fine. They're just they're just bigger, and I'd almost feel like they're closer to potatoes. Yeah, like when they're you more eat dense, them. and yeah, they're they're weird is the wrong word. We're trying to be open here, but the idea is they're going and trying all these things, ceviches and oysters and right, right. oysters was probably the one where that was Pasteles, like... Pasteles, which is apparently o- Puerto Rican's equivalent to or Puerto Rico's equivalent to tamales. Right. Um, which I, are sweet and wrong. Right. <laughs> and gross. I, my dad always liked oysters and I thought that was weird. And then, I, I don't know, at a certain point, I, I worked at a Mexican restaurant and they were like... Um, Hey bro, take these oysters. Like just they just gave them to me and I was like, okay. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Right. And then from then they were they were like kind of my staple from between twenty one to twenty three. <laughs> Is that why we went to the governor in <laughs> Louisiana? Dude, I didn't even so we went to New Orleans and right. um it was an oyster thing. I didn't order oysters because they were like forty dollars because that place was a tourist trap. Right. But Oysters would probably be my thing where I was like my, – my, here's the thing. My brother's allergic to shellfish, so he can't have shrimp. Can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I love shrimp. I love all sorts of shellfish. But, so he has to explore. He had to try oysters. He had to try octopus, squid, all that. So he'd be, I'd be like, can I try some? And Sure. <laughs> so through him, I've tried most other seafoods that aren't shrimp, um, calamari, scallops, things like that. Um, I like Asian food. 
a lot. Like it's probably my favorite food, period. And then Mexican food, just by bulk. <laughs> like I've had more Mexican food, therefore. See, I have a friend that trained to be a chef that said this. And once you train to be a high level chef, it's actually it's more chemistry than it is right trying things at which is actually a turn off to a lot of my friends that thought about being chefs right learning like how flavor this is tastes invented. good because it's basically like three blah 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 it's the way elton brown does like, salt fat sure. acid heat <laughs> yeah, type yeah. of thing yeah but uh she did say that it was like i was more heavily interested in asian dishes but i learned more about like traditional mexican dishes while i was at that school and i was and i was like oh cool and then so things like that kind of mole um different sort of fish dishes like which is still new to me like right. i think she made me a red snapper once that i was like red snappers are good i've had it twice but I, i'd never had it mexican style before nor after right like it's just not a thing that i think of yeah i mean that's the thing. I, I mean, I'm, our area was mostly desert. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the weird part of being in Fresno, which is it's mostly desert. It's it's a semi desert, and because we steal all the water from all the other states, we're able to just cultivate everything in the middle where life should not subsist. Like there's constantly droughts. There's constantly talking about water flow because there's no fucking water or rain where I'm from. But ultimately, that's where all the food's from. That's where all the cows are from. That's where all the cheese is from. Shit. Milk sounds like all that needs to move. Like. <laughs> but where? It's not going to move south because that's L.A. It's not going to move north because that's the Bay. Well, following the water flow, probably Colorado and Utah. <laughs> but they don't know. That's how where to all farm. the weed is. Yeah, <laughs> they already using, have their own farms. They're using <laughs> that weed the water for hydroponics. <laughs> um, yeah, because if you look at like Fresno. It's supposedly supposedly a, a de- semi desert, but like let's just bring it up here, like it's all desert from like this, and that's where like all your produce comes from in the world, essentially. If you're thinking the Bakersfield's down here ish, Los Angeles, so city, 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 literally Death Valley, uh, mountains, 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 redwoods. There's literally nowhere you can make anything. Just follow the water. It'll be in Nevada. Here? It'll be fine. Follow There's the water. <laughs> oh, wait. wait, wait no, no, it's all desert there, too. Nevada has a port. That's why Nevada has that tip. All right. Useless JJ fact. You know how Nevada is <laughs> Hold on. No. They got to pay for the shit. They pay for the JJ tips. All right? God damn it. No, I'm kidding. So you said the tip there. This tip here? Uh, no. The other one down, down there at the bottom? Yes. Yeah. It only extends that far instead of being like a perfectly straight line. Uh-huh. Because there's a lake there. Fuck it. <laughs> is it Lake Habasu? Uh, that I've... is in Arizona. I don't know if it's proper Nevada, but... Okay. What do I know? I only know about California. Geography. I know that we should go on a break before we get into the last part of the podcast. This is the last part of the podcast? This is fast, Sammy. This is what happens when I'm the host. Fuck. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get into the fun part of Mexican food, which is what the fuck are they doing to our Mexican food? <laughs> So we'll get into that right after this short commercial break. And make sure you stick around so you can get those sweet, sweet discount codes. And we will be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sticking. God damn it. Get your head out of the way of the camera. 
That is like the eighth time your cabezón has been in the way of the camera. Cabezón? That's not even how you say that. That's how I have so many different names for my head. Cabezón, cabezón. It's all the same. The B and the Vs are weird. Who's throwing shit at your head? Well, if you throw it in my direction, mathematically, it's at my head. Gravity. (laughs) The math for my head of throwing anything. When you threw that bottle opener at me earlier, that was at my head. No, I feel like your torso is going to pull things more. My, don't you make fun of my luxury <laughs> sized torso. That's where I keep all my abs, all right? Your full-size mattress of torso. <laughs> <laughs> I know, when you're tall, it's such bullshit. When you're like, yeah, I'm 6'4". Yeah, five of those feet are your fucking torso. A foot of that is your head, and then four inches of these little bitty legs. Yeah, it was when you told JJ that you were the same size pant length it was pretty hilarious this is, yours is 30 yeah i can wear 30 i wear a 32 like 30 if i'm not wearing shoes 32 if i'm wearing shoes so they're not dragging on the ground but i wear cowboy boots and need to wear 34s <laughs> i mean yeah if i'm not wearing shoes 29, 29 all the way. but the fact that i'm almost a foot taller i'm a foot taller than you but i'm significantly taller than you and are, i have short legs and my dad is mad at me because he wears his like high waters like he wears his up to his belly button like, because he's an old man. But he's always been an old man, and that's why I wear high socks. He's always been an old man. He's always this been came out man. of the wound, Benjamin Button over here. Kinda, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, so, like, when you think about, like, old Mexican dads or grandpas, like, oh, I guess maybe not our grandparents. They were a little bit older. They were more the like, kind of rancho type. Yeah. But, my but, grandpa was a, uh, was a fighting sheriff, and then your grandpa was a fighting vet Navy dude. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Different Different breed, but then, like... My dad grew up in the 70s, and they always talk about the higher the socks, the downer the fool. <laughs> like, my dad, it was, it was like a, not even a cholo I thing. tried. You you're know? fine. You're fine. It was a, not less of a cholo thing and more of a 70s ABA basketball thing where his socks were all the way up to his knees and his shorts were all the way up to his hip. It was, it's like embarrassing. But the high socks, old man high socks, he kept those. I now rock the old man high socks. It's, Alfred has never not worn old man high socks. No. Like, I, I it was maybe Three years ago, I stopped wearing white socks. Like, I used to wear, like, white, high cholo socks underneath all my jeans. Dude, I hung out with Alfred, and it was random fact, just really quick. I found out how how much Deanna rolls her eyes at Alfred. <laughs> how much what? Deanna rolls his eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Our friend Alfred <laughs> definitely deserves all the eye rolls. I don't know. I was actually looking forward to both of you guys meeting. If you went with me to Eagle Pass, you didn't because you wanted to hang out with your brother. That's cool. But uh, I also didn't do much. But yeah. (laughs) But that being said, we're coming back to our topic of Albert's family. I'm kidding. (laughs) We're talking about Mexican food. We talked about our origins with it, what we like, other foods that we like. This is part one of an ongoing series. We'll definitely be back to Mexican food once again. Yeah, it's uh, when you get three big guys to talk about food. They, they can't do it once. <laughs> Don't you say that about JJ. JJ is completely average in every way except looks. Dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we didn't even get into – or actually, we're about to. We're about into, to. Yeah. Because uh, before we get into it, though, I do want to just make a mention to all those people listening, watching right now. Please follow us on all forms of social media. Just search The Mexcellence. You'll find us. That's T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please like – Subscribe, hit the like button to get hit a third time. It's a triple like. Be sure to do it. We need your help. Comment so I can comment back. Do whatever you can. Let the algorithm know that we are here. We're not queer, but Pride is coming up. Get your Pride stuff at mexmerch.com. 
and that's it. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for watching. Now on to what I want to talk about. I kind of hijacked this portion of the show because we talk about Mexican food and we talk about Mexican culture and we talk about how we're not truly Mexican. We've kind of created our own subculture in America. I mean, it used to be called Chicano culture. Now it's more Latinx type of thing. That's kind of the term that they use. I keep getting ads for this company. I'm sorry I switched back and forth so dramatically. But it's a company called Mexa Stuff. And obviously Mex Merch, I look up things that are Mexican related. This is seldom that I shill other people's products. But it's the perfect microcosm to how Mexican food has become the identifier for the Chicano person or the Latinx person. If you look at this, this is a perfect example of all of the things that you could find that are now trendy in the mm-hmm. and we, as, fun. Mas- right, <laughs> as we mentioned in the uh, uh, dude I looked that up earlier I was like I'm totally mentioning that this podcast right well, that's the thing so I in the previous box god damn it I should brought it <laughs> in the previous show uh, when we talked about Latin music we talked about as your friend what was her name oh, god, I'm Nicole dumb. Nicole Nicole our friend brought up oh I follow her on Twitter yeah she brought <laughs> she brought up the idea of Taki's Latinxes like that <laughs> idea of a type of person. That's not me. That's not you. It's not you. But those, there's a type of person that sells these things. The Takis Latinxes love this shit. For the audio listeners, they have a mazapan. They have uh, this is a sticker pad that they have. They have the, the virgen. They have tacos. They have concha stickers. They have uh, who's that little clown guy? The what are oh, they paleta payaso. Yeah, they got, that guy. <laughs> they got guacamole, conchas, a quarter. Oh, a, a quarter is for reference size. I'm sorry. I'm a dumb man. <laughs> I was like, they have a quarter. A huevo. It's A and then huevo. And then they have a loteria nurse. So like this and then the uh, calavera. Oh. <laughs> like it's literally. I like the. Have you guys ever seen millennial? Loteria? Yeah. I follow on Instagram. <laughs> Dope dude. Uh, a little sidetrack, but millennial loteria. This guy, he's an artist who sells loteria cards that are inspired by millennial phrases and things let me see here's a perfect example it's el mundo la student la sirena la selfie and then el man bun is just we'll make up his own right um the la rana is pepe the frog like you know el vr right so this is the kind of thing i'm talking about and this is the kind of thing that the reason why i want to kind of shoehorn this it less shoehorn but more emphasize this because when I started the Mexcellence, I had this idea that not everybody is that where everything is that. But clearly when I show you these things, you guys are like, Ooh, I know that. I know what that is. Ooh, I associate with that. Me, uh, I associate Dude, I wear a concha as a backpatch if I ever made a denim jacket. <laughs> yeah, no, the conchas, uh, I see conchas, Vietnam tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say like it? Did you say Concha MC? Yeah. I kind of have to make Muy that caliente. a thing now. <laughs> it might exist, honestly. That might be the only point thing. being. But that's the thing. Everything's conchas. I made a concha squirtle and they declined it. They said it's copyright <laughs> infringement. Whatever. It's really cute. But I kind of. Raging against it is the wrong thing. Being mad at it is the wrong thing. So that's something that I kind of have to deal with myself. Oh, also, here's, there's other sub-packs. Salsa. Gancito. Gancitos. <laughs> elotes. Churros. 
piñatas, fritacalo. Dude, I've never eaten a churro. Paleta. What? what? I've never eaten a churro. Like an authentic churro and not the ones no, that they sell I, at Taco Bell? Well, yeah, I'm not counting Taco Bell, but yeah. I've You've never, never had a churro? No. But that's like in the same line of you not liking lime. And I, I totally would No, there's a the thing of not liking lime, which I don't oh, like lime. I mean, this is technically a churro. <laughs> <laughs> churro mice. No, but I'm, are you, like, you haven't even had them from Costco? No. Bro, I don't go to Costco for one. That's a terrible example. There's a membership involved. And- <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Costco cuts 50 bucks. You guys all make money. I got to give my name to the government or some shit. Dude, I don't <laughs> want this much mustard. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get a churro for a dollar. A dollar. Not even dollar fifty. A dollar. A yeah, big after, ass one. After I have to justify that by spa- buying a ketchup bottle this big. <laughs> you, you can just you can subsidize your churro membership for $50 by going in and buying those. That's it. That's incredible to me. You've never had one. No, I never had one. It's because Disneyland even has them, and they can. I've never been to Disneyland. I'm just saying Disneyland has them, and you can have them. I'm sorry, Six Flags doesn't have them. They should. Why doesn't Six Flags have churros? I don't know. They have funnel cakes. (laughs) Yeah. Every time we go to Six Flags, funnel cake. That was the best part of the trip. Now now we're getting on the part where you guys seem weird to me. (laughs) Funnel funnel cake is a B-tier snack food. Nah, man. That's A-tier. No. You can only get it at theme parks and carnivals. Yeah, and there's a reason why. Because it's trash. It looks delightful. Conceptually, it's amazing. But ultimately, it's a disappointment. It's the movie theater You've popcorn only ever of had snacks. bad funnel cakes. <laughs> There's never a such thing as a good funnel cake. Uh, That's spoken like someone who hasn't lived. Have you, <laughs> have you ever had a bad churro? Yeah. Really? Taco Bell exists. Oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't even count. But that does. That is the perfect segue into bastardization. Well, I mean, let's. Well, I want to finish. Yeah, with with. Actually, that's the perfect bastardization slash kind of a, a, a cut in to what is Mexican food and what is potentially what you can call Chicano or even Latinx food, right? Because like Mexican like Mexican food is a genre of food. We know it. There's different levels of authenticity, which we'll get into our next episode. We're not having the California versus Tex-Mex argument disappointingly today. But lastly on the sticker pack, literally, this is just sticker packs, but half of it is food is the point, right? That's a torta. The I forget what type of bread that is. That's bolillo. 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 That's that's a Texan thing more. So, hot Cheetos, flan, horchata, haritos. I feel quesadilla. like we know ninety five percent of these things, and I'm I am a weirdo that just hasn't had a churro. Right. That is really weird. That is just so. I accept weird to it. Me. I can't accept it. I can't accept you anymore, man. You don't like margaritas, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cheap tequila. I am a bougie bastard. You can get the Patron Margarita at Chili's. That's $5, JJ. But I promised a $5 El Presidente Margarita. We were only promised that. And triple dippers. Actually, we had the El Patron. No, at the very top, there better be a mention of Chili's triple dippers tonight. I had to do it. But I'm just saying, Paul, what's weirder? Him not having a churro or me not liking margaritas? You're not liking lime. Me not liking lime. Fine. Him not what? What is weirder, Marcos never having a churro or me never we, wanting so, or liking lime on my food? Let's just have a weird pause, just before we get into weird bastardization and stuff, uh, or weird things that are not Mexican food, right? Or are an attempt <laughs> at Mexican food. You're always like, 
blah 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 doesn't know what a season their meat like when you eat it like at, at a local free birds or a chipotle or something right. like that what does that mean to you if you don't like lime for mexican food like let's say you were in charge of a carne asada and i'm like hey sam make the chicken what are you what do you put on the chicken oh i don't cook i eat <laughs> so what i put on the chicken okay what i put on the chicken so given the tat for chicken yeah uh, so it's a local seasoning. It's called Pappy's. It's actually made in Fresno, California. It's it's essentially think of like a Lowry's type of salt. I want to look it up on my phone to see that it has lime salt. In it, it probably does. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> Pappy's seasoning. So with, when it comes to meat, I know meat has lime in it to soften it up. The, I, the, the best meats have I, some I, sort of citrus. I legit like citrus for the taste. Though. Right. No, citrus is a good taste. I like citrus. But if you put like lime on fish or lemon on fish, or you just like okay, I'm gonna put lime on this meat on top of the already seasoned, it just tastes like lime, and and lime is fine, but I just it's overpowering to me. It's just too much. I want to taste the meat. I want to taste the seasoning on the meat and not just lime juice. See the 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 reason I care more about seasoning and sauces is that my dad bought seven steak. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> Salt, spices, paprika, sugar, celery, HVP, probably onion, garlic. But that's just that's kind of red salt, is what that is. Yeah, I didn't expect Pappy's to be red. Yeah, Pappy's is red. Pa- I mean, Pappy's is more of a beef thing, but I'd put it on the chicken. It's all good, but beef is different. I would say beef, you, you know, salt, pepper, beer, like you've done before, um, mm. and then if you got some garlic powder in your powder, maybe. Or whatever, but usually you just make your own onion. You chop them up, grill that separately, and then that's it. Meat, sal- and then your salsa has to be good. That's about it. That's Salsa's what I trust. Have lime in it, <laughs> but not lime as a flavor is fine. Lime on top is un- is unnecessary to but me. But on top, it is a flavoring. But it's know. but it's the only flavor. Okay, that's my this, that's my this, opinion. This on will it. end this discussion for today, and now we'll go into which is basically. I don't have that kind of thing that a lot of people have about this. Ne- this needs to stay pure. Okay, I love fusions. I, lo- I Asian fusions is obviously probably why Chai I love Lantro fusion. Is like the bomb diggity. Oh, <laughs> throw, which is uh, Asian Mexican Asian fusion. Mexican fusion. Yeah, it's here in Austin. I mean, one of the the best takes I ever made was a uh, like. So it was basically Mexican spices just kicked up a notch because I used habanero instead of jalapeno, uh-huh. and then I marinated it in Guinness. What? <laughs> That's uh, neat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, um, so fusions, I love fusions. Right. And um, some fusions work, which I have to admit, like yesterday when I took the picture, I was like, what's in, what's like the most Americanized version of Mexican food? A Doritos Loco Taco. A Doritos Loco Taco, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And I'll do you one better. JJ, you turned me on to this guy. He's sexy as fuck. No, I'm kidding. No, you turned me on to this YouTube channel. It's called oh, uh, Mythical Kitchen. Mythical Kitchen. Mythical Kitchen. And they took it one further. It was not just a Doritos Locos taco. They took it up to 11 and made a Doritos Locos tamale <laughs> or tamal. So essentially they crushed up Doritos and put it in the masa. Yeah. Like they got that neon red masa and they put it together. And mind you, they did this whole episode. I think she, there was no Mexicans involved, which made me a little upset. I mean, those she was, are... No, there's that one. She was uh, 
black and some sort of uh, I think Middle Eastern, and then the other one was like uh, El Salvadorian. She wasn't Mexican. Oh, so not like uh, yeah, none like they would have had banana I mean, leaves. Tamales on them. Are, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say tamales are are uniform, but yeah. but the idea is that they didn't care. They just went for it, and that's their shtick. They make weird food combinations. They made flaming cool Cheetos one time. Yeah, that's the only episode I've seen. Right. It's gross. It looked disgusting. But that's kind of where the popularity of Mexican food is going, is, like you said, that fusion thing. And it – I don't know if it's unfortunate. The only reason why I think it's unfortunate that, like, hot Cheetos and Takis are the snack foods – is because I think it's associated with the Chola kind of identity, and I've not ever been a huge fan of that as one of the few representation bits that we've had. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, is, is, I, it like I, a, is it like a self-hate I, I, thing? I, I, no, no, I didn't I see it as a self-hate, self-hate thing because I, I, was, I was buying up Takis before the Chola boom. Right, well, like, like, <laughs> I was about to say, like, I didn't see it as a self-hate thing, but I, when you're like, oh, man, I don't like Cholas, I'm like, did you get picked on? No, 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 it's not that I don't like Cholas. Cholas are dope. I've... I've hung with them. I've seen them. A lot of my friends became them. Like they, oh, they you, became them. They became no. Sometimes you're tr- like you're just a Mexican girl, and then at one day your eyebrows are changed, right. and yeah, and after you're, your quinceanera, you become a child. <laughs> right. And then mm-hmm. you're eating takis, and your fingers are always red, and your lips are always like bright neon red because of the of the takis and the hot Cheetos. And so, the reason why I kind of get weird, about, no, I guess it is weird about it, is that like. Because they've taken it as one of the things, it's like, oh, yeah, you're totally a Mexican gang member if you eat hot Cheetos and stuff like that. I don't think it goes that far, but uh, I see what you're... You get, you get kind of... Like I said, I feel guilty about it. But like when I see things like this where it's like, all right, Takis inside jalapeno jalapenos tacos. inside with cream cheese. So it wouldn't even work. Right. Uh, but they're just sticking things. You need bacon in that bitch. Right. <laughs> but like they, like you talking about bastards. This is TikTok trends, right? It's, it's, but uh, I mean, you're really just eating takis with sour cream at that point for a good, or not even sour cream. It's cream cheese, which I've seen before. See, takis, that, that'd be dope. With. Huh? For that, that one. So you're down for takis mozzarella donut. Yeah. yeah. Right. That one I'm down for. I mean, what's the point? Just eat the takis. It's just about doing something new, which is all fusion is. That's how you end up with, like, hula hut, which is Polynesian flavorings. But in, So they replaced the mole and the tamale, and it's actually pretty good. I mean, not the tamale, the uh, enchiladas. By the way, is it tamale or tamal? People get so mad at that. Uh, just, it's it, technically tamal only. Isn't it a matter if it's single or plural? Well, tamales are plural. Okay. Tamale is singular. Yeah. Tamale. But people are probably going to scream at their keyboards. I don't know why they scream at their keyboards. At their screens <laughs> saying they're saying it wrong. But, you know, I'm just going to go down the list. Like, you know, they have the Mexican candies. You know, you know all these things here. Bimbo. Uh, damn. <laughs> they, they removed the masapan. No, Instagram said no, no masapan. You get out of here. You know, takis. Um, and the, the corn cups. These things. Gancitos I've had. What was this one? Sarritones. Sarritones? Uh, uh, Lucas. <laughs> Anything Lucas. That was the thing. They got rid of the lead, so I stopped liking it more. Less. Well, they stopped selling it. They stopped selling it altogether? Like, 
traditional that, regular ass Lucas. Yeah. yeah, they stopped selling. Oh that. shit! Is it because of all the lead in it? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, no, Lucas. Fuck that there used to be regular Lucas, and there was like super Lucas, which was even more lead. <laughs> it was super unleaded. Fantastic. <laughs> well, apparently I put that is, shit on watermelon. Apparently, Lucas is super sweet, or le- I'm sorry, lead is super sweet. Which is that like, explains that that explains the regular Lucas. Well, that explains why kids used to eat paint chips as, as like a thing, like oh, back in the seventies. That's like, sad. When people say like, "Oh man, why why you eat paint chips?" Because they were lead, and lead is delicious. But you know, but then, like you said, tahin is another one, right? You put that on everything. Right, uh, so Tosti that, locos, that oh, was man. the one I forgot the name of, but I love uh, using tahin for drinks. Tahin is great for drinks, but it, if you want like the Lucas experience, there's this other chile powder <laughs> called uh, trechas. Uh-huh. It's it's sold like in the same section tahina is sold in. Right. But it's if you taste it by itself, that's exactly Lucas. Like if you mm. need your Lucas fix, that's it. Damn, that's a deep-seated memory. <laughs> I got a flashback into time and I I'll, I'll take one lick of that and I'll be like back to being a little kid back in Fresno. But I don't know. Then you get this like the weird stuff cuz you said you'd like the fusions. This is just that doesn't mean I like all fusions. Well, I'm just Don't saying. Like, <laughs> they're not all great. Even Gotenks fucked up and got fat once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so here's Pop Sugar. 35 creative ways to make your love of flaming Hot Cheetos. Take your flaming love of flaming Hot Cheetos to the next level. First question, what the fuck is Pop Sugar? Second. Pop it- Sugar is just generic BuzzFeed style article listicle type of thing. Okay. They're not like a, they're not the New York Times or anything, but I don't. I'm not explaining the New York Times, <laughs> but it's just like it was easier to look at this list and see the perfect examples of like the Hot Cheetos narrative of those uh, tasty videos where they're just like, you, like making the the Dockies mozzarella donut. Like that's not a real. That's not even. That's barely food. I mean, I've never even heard of sticking mozzarella in normal donut. So, but like, okay, pickles and Hot Cheetos. Hot That's Cheetos fine. with eggs in between donuts and no. on a bagel. Pass. Lunch. Wait, no, but uh, Hot Cheetos on top of a cream cheese donut. A plus. <laughs> cream che- Wait, what? You put cream cheese on top of a bagel, right? A bagel. You said donut. Oh, my bad. Oh, but They're like the that, same thing. <laughs> they no, are but, kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, cream cheese bagel. Hot Cheetos on top. That, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, it's neutral, neutral, carb, carb. Spice. It's my favorite. Breakfast. On pizza, in mac and cheese, like, it's like a topping, yeah, I, 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 sushi I toppings. I wouldn't want to try that for sure. Yeah, well, mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese is, a, is a bastard in its own right. But, you know, I mean, and people Dude, are just... that probably is 1,200 calories. Yeah, but they're just adding it to things for no... Uh, they have a list of them. Hot Cheetos. Uh, where did it go? Um, Rice Krispie Treat. Like, what's the point? That's well, a sweet and sour thing, I think. Well, yeah, I, or we, yeah I get it, but... At a certain well, point, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> it's kind of like the dinosaur thing. Just because you, just because you could, doesn't mean you should. And, but oh. if you don't, you never will know. But is, but is this what like Mexican food has come to? Is this is what is this our future? None of no. that was made in Mexico, <laughs> right? But, that's the thing. but Mexican people, Mexican people that are like us originate and are not originate. I'm sorry, identify Dude, with that. Type have of you food. ever had a roofless with cheese? What the hell's that? <laughs> what is Ruthless? <laughs> Ruffles. Ruthless. Con queso. <laughs> Let me try one. <laughs> I'm so, sure I've had them. No, no, but it, you get them like Frito Pie in Mexico. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, they saw them with like cheese on top, like nachos. 
<laughs> but yeah, man. They, um, when you go to Mexico, it is just as weird as it is here. That's really cheesy. Yeah. Like, that's the point. I get it. But I'm like, that's like... That tastes like a slice of cheese on top of it, which I'm not a huge fan of cheese. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't like... I'm a picky eater. But this is the future. You're a chicken tender eater. Exactly. But this is the future. And this, and, and then there's some things that are kind of like, okay, that kind of makes sense, but it's still kind of like... And we'll get into the politics of it later in another episode, which is like, okay, here's birria, right? They make it. You dunk it. That's the huge trending thing. Now, a lot of people make it with beef, but it's supposed to be made with... Goat. Goat. The one that I had here in town was uh, barbacoa. Right. Yeah. And so now people are making like tapatio ramen. I don't know. Oh, that's a brand. Yeah, that's a brand. That's a brand. But then they're putting like the juice from the barbacoa. I'm sorry. The um, birria. From the birria. Putting it in. Putting the meat in there. And that actually legitimately looks good. And that guy looks like he's really enjoying it. But that's also in a weird way coming from like I grew up with top ramen because we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And now you're mixing it with something else. You're almost gentrifying birria to make it more accessible to us again. I mean, it was gentrified for me when I first had it. I've never seen birria in a Mexican restaurant. Right. And it existed out in California, yeah. but it was not like you'd get it and you just have it. It was just another thing, right? It'd be like migas or it'd be like enchiladas or something. Migas but now, definitely got gentrified first. But now it's like a whole trend where it's yeah, like, all my right. my uncle kept sending his back. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and you now, took him to one, a mil- one in a million? I don't know where Paco took him, but he's like, I took oh, him oh, there, yeah. and he's like, these are wrong. What is this? Send him back. Migas. My uncle. Yeah. Your uncle? He ordered Migas. Paco took him to like some restaurant here in I'm Austin. 95% sure he took him to one in a million. I don't know where he took him. It was some like Knowing Paco. down south restaurant. <laughs> but yeah, he took him there, and he ordered the Migas, and he's like, these aren't Migas. These are chilaquiles. That's not what I ordered. <laughs> Oh, no. Do them again. He sent them back like three times, according to Puck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm sure it had a nice helping of spit along with it as well. I mean, if it wasn't one in a million, then it was some place that's exactly identical, like Yellow Jacket Social Club or something like that. Right. And then you get other things like this is actually, I think this is the exact image. Haha, this is it right here. Where now Mexican food is also kind of like a challenge. So obviously you have other challenges like the, like the chip challenge. Well, yeah, the hottest chip. I was, that's what I was. That's not what I was talking about exactly, but it came to mind. The hottest chip challenge is tortilla chip with as much spice that they can put on one chip. This one's guilty in Fresno. It's the a burrito that's just literally five burritos lined up in one to make one giant ultimate burrito. Like that's not even food anymore. That's just dumb. And. Did man versus food eat there? No, because that guy almost died because he kept eating. <laughs> he kept losing against food and almost died. But I worry that, as we mentioned earlier, we're losing a lot of the food tradition that we're getting, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these kids, I mean, it's a reality that TikTok challenges and these BuzzFeed tasty video type things are how they're going to make food and how they're going to learn to make food. I mean, because it just seems like that Mexican tradition period is getting lost. And then there's other things that are getting lost to time as well. I mean, they were talking about it where it was a Facebook thread that my tia shared because she's elderly and posts elderly threads. And it was about, like, what food did you grow up with that nobody makes anymore? And some ladies, a bunch of ladies were like, goulash. 
goulash is gone. And we think of it as a joke because it's a funny word. But that was a legit food that old people had growing up that nobody makes anymore. Mm-hmm. I fear that some of the things that we grew up with, like menudo, might go the way of the dinosaur. Not, yeah, not, nah. <laughs> you, you don't think that... Not menudo, but there is, gonna, there is several... <laughs> There is several aspects that you are talking about that it is changing. Right. Uh, and then it comes down to this is why we do this podcast. Right. Because there are several things about Mexican music dying. You don't listen to mariachi music when you're driving in your car by yourself. I listen to them at parties with my uncles who are drunk. Yeah, your it's, uncles it's, who are old and will and my pass co- away. And, my, and my cousins will play it, but out of the ten of us, four of them will. Exactly. It gets less and less. It right. gets more and more watered down. And then that's music. When it comes to food, yes, we have a very obvious point to thing where hand, handmade tortillas are literally like, I don't know how to make them. My mom barely knows how to make them. Yeah, you actually were – yours are pretty good. They didn't have <laughs> – They didn't have. Uh, JJ pointed to himself. They didn't have the Mexican grandma touch – I when, couldn't even get them to to, to rise. I'm to be not honest, not a Mexican. Grandma. I know, <laughs> I know, but I think you need to have a child, and then somehow you'll, you'll be granted the power. I mean, it's a level up. No one's called back, but <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just saying, like I looked up, you know, hot Cheeto food trends. It's Dude, a sushi oh, roll. I want that wrapped yeah. in hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, uh, meatballs, meatballs, or maybe like hot. Um, maybe depends on what mozzarella that mixed with balls, maybe. Corn dog covered in hot Cheetos. Like, All right, down. Like, this is kind of a pizza. Down. <laughs> it's just like, is this the tradition that we're leaving? Is this, is this the future of Mexican food? All right, ice cream, you lost me. But <laughs> <laughs> yogurt land, <laughs> adding it as a topping, that sounds disgusting. Now, that, uh, like, flaming hot Cheetos, limon, macarons. Or Some, macaroons, sometimes macarons. it's just like those weird cravings that you personally have are we all pregnant is that what that is i mean sometimes i feel like i am i guess <laughs> you ever had like cheetos and peanut butter no it's weird and i'll admit i'll be the first one to say hey look look is, at my weirdness but it's a it's a flavor it, combo that this, like kind of goes together is this more or less disingenuous because that's your, your your beef with it than a quesarito <laughs> in his defense if i may play devil's advocate i know i taco bell doesn't really market itself as mexican food anymore okay that's right. fine but my thing is like okay then a pickle margarita from taco cabana well all right yeah so, no, that's that's the line well, let's put it this way you when you think elotes what do you yeah. think what's on an elote street corn um corn it'll be uh butter lime um, red pepper, salt, um, what crema. crema, yeah, cojita um, cheese, and uh, some sort of tahini and some spice. Yeah, right. Now it's gonna be nacho sauce and hot Cheetos. I mean, now I'm, I'm sounding like a Ben Shapiro type of guy where it's like, now the Mexicans are gonna make all the food, to, I mean, all the Latinx is gonna make I end food. Up yeah. Having to be the conservative dude on the political podcast, so it's fine. It's just so weird. It's not that I'm like saying, oh, it's the devil. The kids are gonna ruin us. It's just that Mexican food is hard. And, it is hard. And yeah, that's not even dealing with barbacoa that needs to be like buried for right. a yeah, while. You need a, and a hole. <laughs> and here and here's another one. Here's another. Sidebar that we may not have time to get to because it's just about time to get out of here. People aren't eating meat as much. A lot of people are starting to go vegan, and a lot of people are starting to not have like well, the mean, same tastes for meat. That's 
generally because there's so many of us now. It's the Earth sort of trying to heal itself. <laughs> I guess, right? Right, yeah, because, like, if you look back in the 50s, like, there weren't very many people and also not very many vegans and, and vegetarians. Right, right. Now is, you know, one, it's a social thing. You know, people grow and, like, evolve and learn, like, hey, man, this isn't sustainable. So some switch by choice. Others, like, are just naturally predisposed to it. Right. And... That's, you know, law of averages. Right. More so, people, more. Right. And so, but the thing is, because more people, like we mentioned, things are getting passed down. Because there's more people, there's a chance for dilution. And I'm not saying dilution is bad, like, oh, we're going to lose the purity of anything. It doesn't matter. Being a mix and being a part of this type of world is good. But when you're not able to find migas <laughs> appropriately and you're shouting at a poor waiter bring it back <laughs> give me another one that begs the question that we might lose some of those things that are in the middle and i and i think about that not often because i'm a picky eater anyway i wouldn't eat half the shit <laughs> but i like for it to be there i like for those things to those traditions to be there and this is another one that i wish Alyssa was here to talk on a little bit but like mexican women are less and less being expected to cook in the home like before, that tradition was passed down by the women, the tortillas mm-hmm. and uh, the tamale recipes and all those things. Those were passed down from the women only. It is a weird thing that I'm somewhat noticing. And it's weird. Like at this point where I'm 30-ish. Uh-huh. Like, so people like you are legitimately taking a huge interest in cooking and learning traditional recipes and right. cooking in different ways. And women like Alyssa and uh, Jessica are like... I'm going to woodwork and I'm going to whittle And that's not a bad thing. We need more of that, right? I mean, if, if your girlfriend just knows how to whittle an axe out of a tree stump to chop down more trees to make more axes, that is cool as shit. Me, if I learned how to bake bread from scratch and cultivated a yeast culture for yeah, my I own have desire. No idea how the- Bunch of sugar falls in that pattern. Right, but what if Sammy like ain't made shit? And then you bake it. Oh, that's sad. Sammy ain't made shit coming soon. I might try to make conchas. I mean, it's not fondant. I just Person. Edward has ingrained <laughs> it in my head to hate fondant because he's like it's lazy. trash. Yeah, he's like use buttercream, you lazy bitches. Yeah, use buttercream. <laughs> you cake is everything, motherfuckers. Buttercream melts in Texas. That's why fondant's popular. Huh? It's butter. What happens when you leave butter? Oh, out? I'm not doubting <laughs> it. I'm just saying, fondant sucks. I, I mean, point it, being, it'd be just as hot in Fresno. It, it is, <laughs> which is why they use fondant there. Which is why I think it sucks. But I, I, I if it's mass produced, it's bad. But <laughs> you can make it good. You can make anything good. You can make hot Cheetos and elotes good. You can make barbacoa good. I mean, they're already good. You're it's, just taking two pluses and making a bigger exactly. plus. Exactly. And right. <laughs> and that's my thing where. Because those roles are shifting and some guys aren't – they're too machista to be like, I'm never going to learn how to cook. My wife should know how to cook. And they're over there getting degrees and, and getting jobs and being the breadwinners and, and not learning to cook unless it's of their own volition. You know, mm-hmm. That cultural thing isn't there. 
Or if they were poor like me. <laughs> or if they're poor and they just want to learn how to make good food like like us, where it's like, oh, I'd never learned how to make this or that, and I just want to try it. I learned how to make beans and rice because I didn't know how to fucking make beans and rice. No, I still don't know how to I, make rice. I had to learn to cook like really early on because my both my parents worked. Right. And my grandma wasn't going to take care of me 24-7. I woke up earlier her, than her. Right. So I had to learn how to make my own eggs and... I didn't make migas. I didn't deep fry anything. <laughs> right. But I had to learn how to cook my own eggs, make my own food to and, last. And in that way, where you learn to cook, I learned how to make ramen, ate a lot of Hot Pockets, <laughs> a lot of Pop-Tarts, a lot of prepackaged shit. Really? No, it's just, I'm dead serious. When you're, no, when you, I, I believe when you. When you got four just... kids, you know, and you got to feed all of them, they're all hungry, Hamburger Helper's your best fucking friend at, in a pinch, right? So I don't fucking eat Hamburger Helper. I'm sick of it. But that's something that I we want. I want to get to at a later podcast. We don't have the time to get into all that. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up regarding this kind of topic? I mean, are it's we just doomed? A good, no, it's not <laughs> that we're doomed. It's just this is a good intro, and then we're going to circle back around to it. But it, I think I did learn that whenever we talk about food, JJ's going to be on. JJ's going to be on. JJ, I want to try one of them, unless you don't want to open them. Oh, no, yeah. These are the bomb diggity. Oh, what are those? Chetos torcidos. Cheetos, Torcidos. <laughs> Give me Torciditos. one. All right. Wait, what is the, what is the, I'm, I don't know Spanish. What is the subtitle of that? Torciditos? Yeah. Twisted. Oh, okay. There's no lime in it, but yeah. it is Cheetos. <laughs> so beware, there will be cheese. Well, no, Cheetos cheese is fine. <laughs> that tastes like a slice of cheese. Let's see. Ooh, they are. They have like pepper on them. Yeah, they look, it looks like a deep, like a, they actually deep fried it like a chicken batter. Yeah. Did they legit add lime to Cheetos in Mexico, like when they served them? <laughs> <laughs> they taste like Cheetos, but there's something else. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never cracked the code. Every time I try to explain it to white people, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they put on them, but I'm telling you, Mexican Cheetos, just like Mexican Coke, a cut above. It's like <laughs> like a smoky flavor, but it's not like the it's not like a liquid smoke like the uh, Fritos barbecues. Those curls, those are good, but in a weird, disgusting way. Those are good in like a mystery. Like I said, there's something there, earthy. But I I honestly don't know what it is. Well, and I refuse to find out. You're right. We don't need to know the, <laughs> the world. You're going to say? No, nothing. I was nothing. listening. But nothing else on that. Send us your greatest Takis recipes, and we'll go ahead and make the most popular Takis recipe. I don't know about that. Marcos that being said. <laughs> Marcos will make your favorite Takis recipes. Well, anyway, we're going to do a video of Marcos trying a churro for the first time. I know how to make them. I can make you one. Anyway, we'll How do many that. calories is it? So many. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's for our next Mexican food topic. What about buñuelos? The bread? No, yeah, I've had those. Buñuelos? Yeah. You've had a churro. Yeah. They're the same thing. I've had them. Because <laughs> I got a mistake and I was like, oh, this is just bread. And it was a different type of bread. All good. What is our next show? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing a movie review of Army of the Dead. So by the point that they watch this, it'll already happen. So if you're watching this on YouTube, we're going to be posting this. Oh, shit. Probably closer to midnight. We're already be done with that review. But... If you're watching us live on Twitch, you would have known this. So be sure to follow us on Twitch. Get all the notifications. Get all the updates that you need. Oh, shit. Okay. What's up? No, no. I'm just looking at the calendar, and I'm like, that's going to be... Um, it is just going into our 50th episode. We are graduating. Oh, season two is ending of the scene countdown. Going on to season three. 
But that's next week. What are we doing next week? Next week, we just have another episode of Mongrel Radio on Thursday. And most importantly, or something that I think I'm going to be making a little bit of event for, is uh, top five high school moments on the scene countdown. i got to find all the videos of me in high school looking fresh and baby-faced. But in the meantime... You can follow us and watch us tomorrow as we do a McGrew's Reviews, potentially. We've yet to figure out if McGrew's going to be there, of Army of the Dead. I think, I think his name stays even if he's not That's here. fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, uh, Army of the Dead with Batista. We're going to be here having a watch party on our own. We're going to be rowdy and fun. Probably had a couple on them, but... Probably have some of this nice, nice ocean water here, as we like to call it. I will have it. none of that. Sir. I will have some of that. It'll be like the eating the worm at the bottom of the tequila bottle. You'll take a. That's for tourists. That's not for pe- locals. Locals, you're not. You're <laughs> tourists when it comes to this Santa Barbara water. But in the meantime, come watch us. Follow us everywhere. You can find me at the Excellence on all forms of social media. Marcos, where can they find you? Just type JL Marcos sixty two into anything, and I'll show up. And JJ. JJ. They can find me at JJ, all one word, pretty much everywhere. All right. Well, that's it for this show. A lot of introductory episodes. There's a lot to talk about, and we could go on for a long time, but we're going to call it a day. Thank you for watching, and until next time, be excellent, everybody, and we'll see you all later. Bye. Oh, no. Bye.